Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the description. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies live from Freddy's living room. Whoa. Finally, all Reunited. the gang back together. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, not a BDSM podcast. We're back together live and we finally got rid of Jimmy. <laughs> Where we play four dads flung into the Forgotten Realms in a quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong, also known as DJ Glenn Close. The Closer. The Closer. The Closer? That was his name? That's the opposite of what DJ wants to do. They don't want to close the party. Are you kidding? Yeah, you do. You want to be the Closer. How is his DJ name not Danger Close? That's good. I'll take that. I'll take that. It's like, all right, everybody, you're ready for the dance party. Let's get started. And Freddie's like, all right, everybody, let's close this party out. And he closes the party on the first song. Not the first song. Anyway. 
I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard slash DJ dad of the group. Oh. You don't like that? No, no I just it's don't. just it's it's just it's a lot of change. It's a lot of change for me. But keep going. I support people being true to themselves, but honestly, I wish he kept that secret to himself. Like I don't need to. I want to say DJ. this does not apply to all real life DJs who are great and keep the fucking. James. Oh yeah, name one. Name, name one, one real life DJ. Go the ahead. The guy at my wedding name whose one. name I can't remember uh-huh. and Tiesto is a DJ. Uh huh. That's the best and thing. And there's Skrillex huh? and Dead Mouth Five. And uh, Skrillex. And I respect them. They keep the jams jumping. They keep the party going. So DJs are great. This week's dad fact for Glenn. Glenn, as we found out last episode, spends most of the year as a party and events DJ. A little Glenn fact. Some hard-fought DJ rules that he's learned. Sometimes the hard way, sometimes just common sense. So when you're doing a wedding, Glenn learned... Don't play Gold Digger by Kanye West at a wedding. Oh, no. That's not a good needle drop. They have a clean version of that for parties. They yeah, must. that's not the problem with the song. You can't clean up the theme of the song. The theme of the song. No, that's bullshit. That's bops. I'm not saying she's a gold digger. I'm saying she loves him very much, and that's why she's with him. Yes, that's the lyrics. I think that, like, thematically, any song goes at a wedding. Your job yeah. is to get people who don't dance out on a dance Half floor. Half the songs people dance to are about horrible things. I want to throw out there that not every song goes. In fact, the first thing any self-respecting DJ does at a wedding is ask the bride and the groom, hey, what's the uh, no play? List. What are the songs you can't play? I want to point out that I'm the best person to dance at a wedding that has ever happened. Ooh, I've heard this claim before, Beth. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Well, invite me to your wedding next time. Yeah, I mean, we've been together for about six years, so you're due for a new one in about a year and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> Clear your calendar. Go scratch that seven year itch, baby. No. She doesn't listen to the show. That's why, <laughs> that, that's why it's going to happen. <laughs> that's why we're, we're, we're quits. She's like, she'll listen to the half she owns when she gets in. <laughs> that's great. Hey, everybody. My name is Matt Arnold. I play Daryl Wilson, a stay at home coach dad who became a barbarian upon entering this uh, magical world of whimsy and danger and horrible violence. So, quick dad fact about Daryl Wilson. It's also about Grant. Daryl and Grant are six-time consecutive winners of the San Dimas Pinewood Derby. Oh. Daryl is very into the Pinewood Derby. Now, I can see that. Yeah. Now, to be clear, the last three years, Grant was not there. Um, he got <laughs> out of it and started playing Fortnite, but Daryl kept submitting the cards. He's like, oh, sorry, he couldn't come tonight. He's sick. But he just loved doing it so much, and it still says the cards still say Grant on it, and he just still what goes. It? What's the, oh, the Pinewood Derby? Oh, the Pinewood Derby is a Boy Scout or, Cub, I guess, Cub Scout thing where you make little wooden cars and you race them, so it's all about, like, oh, you put like weights on them. Oh, it's like in the beginning of Cool Runnings, the push cart. Yes. Yeah, okay. But they're so, teeny tiny. Like, teeny no one's tiny, in them. Though. Like, they're, okay. like, yeah, the size of them. a shoe. Basically. Yeah, there's like it's like Hot Wheels. It's oh, Hot okay. Wheels that you learn wood carving on. So yeah, that's it. So he's still going. We'll see how long, how many years this somebody calls out. Like, hey, we haven't seen Grant here. No, wait for a, a second. While. Grant is definitely old enough to not be in Cub Scouts anymore. No, right? the twelve. I think Boy Scouts get seventh and eighth grade. No, oh, okay. Good try, Damn. <laughs> I almost had him. The next next time, Lupin, I'll catch you yet. Hey everyone, I'm Will Campos. I play the granola munching, crunchy munchy hippie nature druid dad Henry Oak. I did it backwards that time for some reason. Wow. All right. My Henry fact this time, I'm going to open up the book of Oak Family Secrets. Secrets, 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 secrets. 
way back in the day, after she first came to the Forgotten Realms, Hildy Russell nice, saved. Nice. What, what am I? What am I saying? <laughs> no, don't worry. Of course. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. It's all good. What did what, yeah. what, what, you do? Nothing. Was it funny? Can yeah. you share it yeah. with the rest of the class? You said when she first came, and there was a long pause. <laughs> Not that long, but long enough that all of us got to look at each other. To finish that sentence. Mm. Continue. I'm so glad we're back in person, yeah, can everybody. We, look at, we can look at each other now. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you thought mm. it too. He said the word cave. <laughs> sometimes that means something else. <laughs> Instead of nice, whenever someone does the came thing, I'm just going to say, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> when Hildy Russet first came, good for them, to the Forgotten Realms, she saved the life of a minor forest deity and was granted a boon. One wish that could be granted to anyone in the Oak lineage. And this is a one time only mm-hmm. if you say the secret name of this forest spirit. So she never used it because this was such an awesome power. And she never had chance in her life. She passed it down to her firstborn child, Bear. Passed it down to his firstborn child, Hen, who promptly forgot it when he came to our world. Did you check with Anthony that this was okay? Nope, first time hearing of it. (laughs) For years and years and years, this powerful name lay secret in the back of Henry's mind until one moment, a moment of such soul-shattering despair and horror that it brought him to the very edge and brink of his sanity. The name leapt forth from within his subconscious and sprung from Henry's lips, and the boon was unleashed, and his wish was granted, and that's how Larkin Sparrow finished body training. (laughs) Damn. Body training. It was... I heard body training. Body training. I also did. How Larkin Sparrow finished potty training, it was very bad at the Oak household, and they had a lot of shag carpet. Like, there was... There was a lot... There was a lot of carnage going on, and if Henry knew about this power now Mm -hmm. and could look back at all the crazy shit that's happened to him in his life, he still would use the wish to get Larkin's Barrow through potty training. Very damn, okay. You know what? I will say, we're a little behind the scenes. Beth and I both- behind the scenes. (laughs) We're talking about potty training. (laughs) Right before we record, Beth and I were both like, oh shit, we don't have a dad fact. We'll think about it. And Will gave us like the most fucking teacher discipline. He scoffed at us. Then we just saw him read an email to himself. And now I get it, because look at the work he did. He fucking like wrote like a novel over there. I get it. Well, you're no, right. I'm gonna try. Well, I'm gonna try you harder know what? next Here's week. Here's the tip. I'm gonna try harder tip. next week. Just five minutes before you show up, you think, "What's my dad fact?" And then you come in and Shut you gotta ready to go. Fuck I up. hate this. <laughs> I'm so personally just offended. Okay. Um. Listen. Hi. My name's Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week: one of the reasons that Ron is so maybe not nervous, but reluctant to really talk about the ins and outs of uh, fatherhood as it relates to Terry Jr. is because when he married Samantha, Samantha asked him to sign an NDA, which is a new dad agreement. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it was in truth just sort of Samantha's way of making sure that Ron checked off the list of like, I will put Terry's needs in front of my own or whatever. You know, fucking Samantha's just a good person. Just you know, a couple like, of himbos. And so, yeah, he signed it without reading it. <laughs> <laughs> like any good businessman. Yeah. Hey, it's Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. So this is the first episode that we're recording live. So I figured I would take this ever. opportunity to be, yeah, see, first ever. Uh, I would take this opportunity to be uh, sincere for basically the first time in the like two plus years we're doing this podcast. So I'm going to very quickly compliment each of you earnestly. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. So I think Freddie is uh, basically the most workhorse human being I've ever met in my life. This podcast would not exist without him. The the editing, the creativity that goes into all of the audio design, in addition to what Chad helps with and all that stuff. Chad too. Chad as well. 
Uh, but like Freddie was the one who like came up with the idea for the podcast and then like made it come into being like he and I and Lauren like sort of talked it over and like had the quote unquote the idea. But as Freddie was fond of saying when we worked together uh, before, like ideas don't actually matter. It's, you know, it's doing the thing. And Freddie's better at doing the thing than anybody I've ever met. So I'm, I'm always blown away by that. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Beth, I think is probably one of the most naturally talented people I've ever met in my entire life. Certainly one of the funniest. Every time we record, I always feel like, oh, I'm really glad we're getting to do this with Beth before she like explodes and doesn't return our calls and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I feel very blessed to know Beth. I think Jimmy hustles better than any human being I've ever met in my entire life. If it hadn't been for meeting Jimmy and Freddie, I would have thought that I was pretty good at like staying busy. Jimmy is one of the most consistently upbeat and active and like just getting shit done human beings that I've ever met. And I find that incredibly impressive. And that's why I took him off the show because it was getting nice, nice, on my nerves. Nice, nice. I'm trying to decide who, to, who goes last because it feels like that's the one that you like, care the most about. I'm so vulnerable right now with potty training. That I'm literally, literally going to cry right now. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, save, so, I'll save you for I last. So I'll save last. you for last. Hit him last. All right. So yeah. I think Will's uh, almost unquestionably the best writer I've ever met. Oh, uh, my God. I think he has the best understanding of story and character and motivation, all that kind of stuff. The number of times that he's like sent me texts like, hey, what if we did this in the podcast? And I do it and then it fucking works out. So like, yeah, uh, actually, specifically the fact that Nicholas is like the one who's getting beaten up on and is sort of the fulcrum for uh, Jody leaving and stuff like that's a will special of like, hey, that should be the thing that you like brings them together and, and causes the, the breakup and all that stuff. So I think I'm constantly impressed by uh, how good Will is. At, at Will's into fridging. No, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Will's Thank like, could you, you give her like a sister and then kill that sister? Make it really sad. <laughs> I'm being sincere. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. It is very, very, very nice. That was okay. And then Matt is uh, without question the most charismatic human being I've ever met. Just through sheer force of being persuasive, managed to convince a bunch of us to play <laughs> bad video games that we don't want to play, bad board games that we don't want to play, <laughs> because he's such a pleasure to be around. He's an incredible good friend. He's also has an amazing story sense and is also just generally one of the more sincere and thoughtful and intelligent people that I've ever met. I love you, Anthony. And also, my hairs are beginning to grow back, and so I have a bunch of ingrown hairs. So like, it's like they have goosebumps. So it's like my dick, my ass, and my balls have all seen a ghost. <laughs> Oh, no, God. I'm not letting you get away with that. I'm not letting you get away with that. We I love you, Anthony. I love you, too, Anthony. I love you, Anthony. I heard when the hair grows back, it's the worst. It's not the worst. It's just like a lot of them are ingrown, and it's there's a lot of bumpies down Does there. Does your butt look like House MD right now? Do you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's double. When do you go back? Like, haircuts are like every couple months. How six often? Weeks. Six weeks? Six so you, weeks. So you, every six weeks, you got to do this now? Uh, Every six weeks, I get to do this. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Are My you doing neck. the same person? Uh, I've, I've developed a rapport with them. I'm not going to go and start a new relationship with somebody yeah, don't, else. Don't change horses midstream. No, Matt. you got to let them know that you don't need them. You need to have one they go back and forth to. So you let them know. This like, guy saw right. Anthony's butt and it was like Michelangelo seeing the slab of marble he carved the statue of David yeah. out of. I can't stop his art midway through. <laughs> also, all the sincere stuff was just so I could get to that punchline. I don't no, actually I care it, about man. any of it. No, I love it. So when we last left our dads, sort of, they were trying to rescue Nicholas from a couple of abolettes after a bomb exploded the bridge leading out of Book Castle. Nicholas was swallowed whole in the struggle to get him free. Jody Foster and his son Nicholas both decided to basically accept their inner demons, so to speak, and turned into their proper demon forms and absconded to the infernal plane after having a nice, very brief farewell with Glenn Close. Normally when men accept their inner demons, they just turn into big douchebags, but like, <laughs> you gotta give it up for them. Yeah, for Jody's them. like, hey, I'm an asshole, just so you know, but since I've said it, that means it's okay. <laughs> the whole in reality seals itself as Jody and Nicholas depart for what may be the last time you ever see them. The door that you exited on the other side of the destroyed bridge, uh, you see Boreanaz and his friends who are like shaking their heads free of the spell that you cast on them. 
And Boreana sees you all across the bridge. He goes, oh, did we, where's the demon? Did we kill the, the oh, our bomb exploded. Yeah, us, us. Uh, did we kill a demon? Oh my God. We killed the demon, right? Hey, us, us, Hey guys, us. keep it down here. We got a dad who just lost a, hey, Glenn, you okay, man? You guys shut up for a second? You guys set the bomb? Uh, yeah, uh, it's called a contingency plan and it turns out it worked pretty well. So uh, you're welcome. Hold me back, Daryl, hold me back. Okay, I, I hold uh, Glenn back. And I make a big show of like, oh, I'm punch you, David Boreanaz. Oh, are you actually not trying to go? Well, I mean. No, then I pull you back too far and we tumble. <laughs> Okay, I feel yeah, like yeah. full on like ready. Like he assumes you're actually going after them. Yeah, I get suplexed by Daryl. <laughs> Can I roll to see if actually I need dice? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Holy you shit. Dice? You're right. <laughs> you don't wow. use the app anymore, do you? Wow. Hold on. Wait, we need to get dice. Everybody. Oh my God. Real dice. It's been so long. Like I haven't touched real dice in so long. Beth, here's your Thank dice. you. I can't not see that as like her getting like a toddler plate. That's exactly how you have to treat me with Can the I have dice. a kid's menu? Totally forgot we rolled dice in this game. Easy to pick up, hard to put down. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll to see if I can find the, the lure. So go ahead and roll perception. I got a 19. Okay, so with that, you can easily see that sort of still hooked into one of the shards of flesh on the still steaming and exploded stump of what used to be an abolesce head, you can very easily see that your lure is still stuck in there and you can take it out with an incredible amount of ease. Okay, uh, I'm really sorry, Daisy or Donald. Um, that was Daisy. Uh, I didn't mean for it to be like this. Uh, and I just take it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Boreanis. Yeah, what? That bomb really sucked, dude. I mean, it seemed like it got rid of two demons, so. Well, no, it didn't in point of fact, sir. In fact, it nearly killed all of us and our children. And then because a bunch of, we, we had to kill the demons. And then one of the, we didn't, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit. Like this is, heavy stuff has happened since we saw you last, sir. And I just think you should be more sensitive to the fact that we've got dads here that are dealing with a lot of trauma that just happened. And then you're drunk, but wanders in here and you just taking credit for stuff and well sir it's just not very nice uh, Boreanaz after hearing that outburst from Henry uses a message to put a voice in Henry's head that is just him whispering you're welcome baby oh, oh, <laughs> what's that? oh, oh it's like one of those you ASMR okay, videos yuck yucky yeah you watch those videos it means awesome silent man man reaction radio. I think man <laughs> awesome silent man radio yeah that's what it means you guys tell is that what because Again, I don't do a lot, but like I've seen that on. I don't, again, I'm not searching. I'm not, but I've seen that on Grant's computer, and you know, I figure, you know, boys, you're gonna be, they're gonna do it. No, it's just like a chill a thing? thing. It's like nature sounds and stuff like that. But it kind of gives me the icky wickies when you hear someone whispering in your ear. You know, it's kind of part of why I don't like listening to NPR all that much. You all know? right, I'm just gonna right ask. I'm ear. just gonna ask Grant what ASMR is when I see him. Nick like ASMR. Oh, oh. Anyway, don't Ooh. know what it is, but okay. So it seems like a normal thing that kids like. Yeah. Hey, Peyton, do you have ASMR here? Uh, I mean, he immediately, <laughs> Peyton climbs onto your shoulders and then just puts his mouth way too close to your ear and he goes, we have this. <laughs> Get off me, It's like I'm here. It's like I'm right here. <laughs> all right, I put him down. So Peyton goes like, all right, so do we want to head back to Walter the kids or we could go straight to get Rod's anchor? Oh, actually, you know what? Before we go to Rod's anchor, could you drop me off somewhere? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Because if Willie shows up, I would do not want to. <laughs> where, where, Ron? Uh, your anchor? No, before that. Well, Peyton, did you just say you don't want to come with us? I thought you were all about the butt no, kicking. No, because Willie was. Uh, he, oh, yeah. I don't, he was. I don't. It would just. I would prefer not. Well, that's okay, buddy. You don't have to come. Okay, thank you. I'll take care of you. 
and we'll not go either. Yeah, we could just stay together. Uh, okay. You guys oh, could do okay. it without well, us. No, I, um, I, I, we should go, Walter. Let's go, Walter. We can, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, let's go, let's, Walter. Let's, we'll talk about it on the way. Okay. And hey, by the way, Boreanis, frick you, sir. You're you're not a very good sheriff, and you're a big part of the problem around here. I want to wing a rock at Boreanis. Oh, yeah, go ahead and give me a ranged attack. Uh, 5 plus 8, 13. No. You barely miss him, and then once again, Henry hears a whisper going, no, frick you, my friend. <laughs> frick you. I know that's not what nature means, but like literally it is in Daryl's nature. If one man throws a rock, he just also has to throw yeah, a rock. Ahead, do it, do it, so I'm going to roll nature to see if I throw a rock yeah, first. Roll, yeah, roll nature. I rolled a one. Okay. <laughs> you throw your wallet at him. <laughs> Daryl's just for some reason disappointed and sad now. He's just like, I, I, I oh well. No Are rocks. we at full health? No rocks. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, thank you for asking that. Do we level up? Yes, you, you all leveled <laughs> oh up. Oh my God. Everybody's back at full health. Everybody's this makes up for up. losing my kid. Yeah. <laughs> Kids come and go. Levels are forever. You head back to the secret meetup spot that Walter and you agreed on previously. He found a cave this time that's actually behind a waterfall. So we're dripping wet. You're dripping wet as you step through, but you look cool. It looks hot. As you step through, you notice immediately a couple of things. Secondly, you notice the looks of... <laughs> I'm doing it for dramatic reveal purposes. Got it, got it. Got it. Uh, the, secondly, you notice that the children uh, that you left behind are looking at you with confusion and not a small amount of worry, having presumably noticed that two of your number are now missing. Firstly, you notice that Walter is inside what appears to be a sort of fantasy version of a wheelchair that he <gasps> is fixing up for himself because his legs are gone. <gasps> what? Wait, what? Wait, what? What happened? Walter! Hey, you what? 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 Bro! Oh, uh, yeah, but um, uh, Bounty Hunter uh, had a scimitar. They called him as with the blade. Uh, he surprised us at, at night. Got these babies from me. Uh, Larkin Sparrow woke up in time to, to, like, hit him, so I, like, woke up and got just out of the way. The blade was going to hit my neck, but it hit my legs instead, so I strangled him. So, oh. wait, is he here? His body? His body? No, I buried that. Oh, no, where, no, where no. Where did no. you bury him? Who does he work for? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's there are wanted posters everywhere from us. It's your, oh, I think fair. it's Willie uh, put out wanted posters for all the bounty hunters in the, in the realms to come find us, so. That's weird, because, like, my dad's name is Willie, and so... You know. No, you, yeah, it, no, you're I'm talking about Henry, roll uh, perception. Okay. I'm pretty good at that. I got a 22. Wow. Okay. So with a 22, before you even see it, you can sense it in the air. In the moist air of this cave, you can feel a unique familial anger radiating from a corner of the cave. And you turn and you see the behind Walter's wheelchair helping him with a couple of fantasy wrenches, which I assume are just wrenches, but made, just of, wrenches. made of wood. They have metal. <laughs> <laughs> metal technology has not expanded to wrenches yet in the Forgotten Realms. All wooden sticks. You see Lark and Sparrow, and you can tell that Lark is pretty cross. He is fuming. And Sparrow goes... Yes, Father, there was a bounty hunter ambush, and he attacked us, and we lacked the means to defend. And before I can finish what he's saying, Lark goes, If only we had had a couple of Hulk fist gauntlets, we could have easily beaten away the intruder. <gasps> I attempted to fight the intruder with my normal meat fist, and it was insufficient. And now my good friend Walter, my surrogate daddy Walter, is missing his legs. And you must... You must atone for this, Father. You, this is your, this is your. Oh, my beautiful boys! And I run and I hug them and start crying. You can feel Sparrow hold you and hug you back, and you can feel Lark not do that. And in this moment, your mind is cast back to when you first drew from the deck of many things, and the Rogue card came up and what? promised you that someone in the future would hold a, a grudge against you. 
and you now know in your heart that that person is your own son. Wait, what? Lark Oak. Dang, dog. Oh, man. And when he pulls away, when your two sons pull away from you, Sparrow is wiping tears from his eyes, and Lark is just looking at you with anger. I can't handle this. (laughs) Henry is just speechless. He doesn't know what to say. I reach out for Lark. Lark, buddy, I know what you went through must must have been so sorry, and I'm so sorry I wasn't here to help protect you guys, but I know you did a really good job helping Walter, and I'm I'm really proud of you, okay? He reaches out with his hand, palm up, and he says, the gloves. <gasps> I lean over and I say, hey, this is like kids like to test boundaries. This is like not the time. I know they want to give them the gloves, but we don't want to give them the gloves right now. Lark, I can't give you the gloves, buddy. I'm sorry. He, without saying another word, turns away and walks back behind Walter's wheelchair again and continues to start tightening bolts with his fantasy wrench. <laughs> and he does not look at you. Hey, do you think like the fantasy, like Phillips head's like a elf name, you know? It's a drizzed head. Nice. Great joke. Nice, nice. Get some tool jokes in here, light in the moon, <laughs> love it. Henry just walks off to stare at the waterfall by himself for a second. I give Sparrow a reassuring pat on the shoulder and a kiss on the forehead. And then I, I say, look after your brother, okay, buddy? He smiles and nods at you, but you can tell he's very sad. Holy Darryl. shit. I go to Ron, I'm like, what's uh, what's Lark's deal? I don't know. I I mean, I've been through the same thing. Kids like to test boundaries, right, Daryl? Yeah, no, it's, um, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a tough one. I give uh, Henry kind of like a, you know, a hand on the shoulder as he like walks away. Like, that's Yeah, a, I, I need to be alone for a while, yeah. uh, Daryl. All good, man. I go over to Grant. So Grant sees you coming and goes, uh, where's... Grant, are you okay? I, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Walter Walter saved us. He's great. He, you know, he, 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 but where's where's Jody? Where's Nick? <sighs> Nicholas, sorry. Glenn sighs and goes, well, folks, here's the long and short of it. That Jody guy that you all remember? You all remember Jody? You hear four voices simultaneously say yes. Yeah, that was like a... He wasn't part of the group alternate timeline thing. Best not think about it too hard, but he's gone now. And technically, Nicholas was like more his son than mine. So, I mean, I guess they're good. They're taken care of, I guess. I, I got Nick Jr., though. I got I got this guy right here, eh? Squeak, squeak. Terry Jr. squints really hard and pulls you aside, Ron. And he goes, did, did Glenn kill Nicholas and Jody? Uh, n- no. I mean, I know it sounds like I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? I, I'm going to ask. I'm going to go ahead and ask somebody. Hey, Daryl, Daryl. Yeah. Did Glenn kill Nicholas and Jody? No, of course he didn't kill Nick and Jody. They turned into demons. It was wild. See, your old man was telling the truth. Yeah, Ron's, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, Terry, you know, you know your old man. He's a straight shooter. He always tells the truth most of the time. He's he's telling you the truth here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take tells the truth sometimes. Straight shooter, I'm not a hundo percent sure on, but yeah, okay. I shoot any direction. <laughs> <laughs> so Sparrow, who is on the front of the wheelchair with Walter, installing some like blades into the rims of the wheels. Oh, shit, yes. Oh yeah. He's like so Nicholas and and they're got they're in like what demon world now? And from behind the wheelchair, you can hear. Lark say, oh, no, Nicholas is in hell. Oh, no. Hey, hey, hey. No, Lark. What the hell, man? Lark, that's not okay, buddy. You can't, that's, you got to be more sensitive than that, Lark. We know you would, come on. Mm. And he just goes back to working. Mm. He doesn't even look up. He just makes a noise. So you all want to like have some barbecue or should we get, <laughs> I, I think, you know what, yeah. I get hangry, you all hangry, I'm, I'm hangry, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little hangry. I'm not even hangry, I'm hungry. You're hungry? All right, let's, what let's, uh, well, I was never also, mind. Oh, okay. Hangry's, hangry's hungry but angry, it's both. Oh. I, well, I was actually thinking, 
I got a bunch of the pieces I needed for this, uh, this sick-ass chariot you can see before you. Uh, I got them at a, a mall nearby, and I also saw they were selling some, like, magical items and stuff. I didn't know if you wanted to, like, you could check out the mall if you wanted to get some more stuff. You seemed like a little light on... on uh, a mall? Yeah, mall. Walter, what do you mean with a mall? Yeah, Walter, I know my way around a few outdoor malls as a, uh, uh, I mean, a, a Christmas uh, music guy. Uh, what, what are you talking about here? Yeah, so there's a mall. She's very big. She holds a bunch of uh, stuff on her. She's part of the mall family. She's an orc named Ball. You know okay, what I mean? I knew it was going to be something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She sounds like a hot topic. She's forever 21. Is she dangerous? No, no, no. I mean, if you try to run, Yes, but no, the Mall family is known far and wide as audible merchants of reputable magical goods. You so, might yeah. know her auntie Annie. Or her uncle Paul oh. Blart. Does she have a daughter, uh, Miss Fields, and they make cookies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Yeah, that's, that's like a, a name. Yeah. That's a name. I could think of a name in a mall, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's something you could do. Or, I mean, I, Swanker Hill is also not very far. If you did want to go get Raw and Janker, that is definitely something you could also do as well. What can you tell us about Swankery Hill? So, Swankery Hill is a pretty, it's pretty podunk. It's really just, honestly, a hill. So, the fact that your, your anchor is there, I assume it's just buried somewhere on the hill or something like that. It's, it's, there's, there's no town there. There's no nothing, just some trees and then a little hill that overlooks the trees. It's very... Very bland, to be completely honest. Why is it called Swankery? Yeah, that sounds like it, it would be oh, cooler it was, than... It was first scaled by Sir Edmund Swankery, and he named himself after it and thought he was really impressive. And, and he fell down and broke his neck, and they named it after him is as a joke. Is he okay? Yeah, yeah. He went, he went to live on a farm with all the other mountain explorers. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, okay, team, if you're not all hungry, maybe, you know, Daryl, I, I enjoy a good shop. Sometimes shopping is how I get... Maybe we should all just go shopping. Is that what you all want to do? Will that make you all feel better? Consumerism. Material goods, is that going to do it for you? Would buying a thing in a pretzel help you feel better about your life? Glad, glad. You doing okay? Yeah, I love malls. Let's go. Okay, just all your family's gone. Like, you're alone again. Nah, nah. Is that Peyton nah. or Walter saying that? <laughs> this is me, <being> Peyton. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Peyton, c- c- come over here for a sec, buddy. Hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> hey, Peyton. Yeah. Um, hey, can you just... Maybe you're not the one to talk to Glenn right now. Oh, fuck you. Oh, no, hey, pay, pay <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Loss, be your dad who died, probably, or whatever you told me. I don't remember it, but I'm sure there's some part of me that still feels it. Thanks. Payton, you're wow. trying. Payton, I appreciate what you're doing with Glenn. I just think maybe Glenn's a little bit more of a sensitive soul. I know not everybody can be as tough as you are, buddy. Nobody could be. I know you're tough. tough. I know you're a tough guy, right? You're a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. Glenn's a little, he acts tough, but right now, I think constantly reminding him his family's gone is not the thing to do right now. So, like, tell you what, how about every time you think about something that you want to say to Glenn, you tell me, and I'll like, I'll laugh because you, everything you say is funny. You just tell me, I'll give it a chuckle. Yeah, truth is funny, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is that why I am to you? How huh? funny guy? Yeah, I hear you fucking amuse you. McCloud? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. No, you got it. You got it. You know what? This this dad point goes to you, Daryl. Oh, thanks. Da- thanks. Uh, yeah. No, you got thanks, it, Brad. You know, you know who I am. <laughs> Henry goes up to Lark and Sparrow and says, Hey, boys. So it seems like we got a lot to talk about. And maybe there's like a, a sort of a food court at this mall or something like that. You know, maybe even just this once, you know, we can. We can break the old vegan rule a little bit. And you guys can have, you know, maybe a pepperoni pizza or something like that. And we can all talk about what happened when I was gone. And I, I really hope we can all come together. Does that sound, does that sound like a plan, kids? Sparrow's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That sounds delightful, Father. And Lark, or his voice, rather, from behind the wheelchair goes, 
got to finish working. He's not 30 suddenly. Uh, I have to finish working on this, this wheelchair for Walter or else he, he won't be able to, to move. Currently the, the axles are stuck. You could go out ahead. I'm going to continue working on this with well, Walter. Oh, well, why don't I stay and I'll help you fix the wheelchair. No, okay? this is a one lark job. Thank you. No, well, I'm good. Thank you. Thank well, you. I'm good. Thank you. Lark, I, I know you're mad at me right now. I'm establishing a boundary, Father. I, I, Whoa. that's healthy oh. to have boundaries, but we all need to move as a group. It's not safe for us to all split up right now. And so we're all going to need to go to the mall together. Okay. I understand you're mad. You don't have to talk to me and that's okay. You know, you, if you, you feel what you got to feel right now. Let's have a dad hole. Just the four of us. Hey, hey, Peyton, why don't you, uh, I know your dad, but why don't you be the dad that takes care of the other kids right now? Peyton walks away going, kid, dad, kid, dad. <laughs> hey. Okay, so there's a lot going on right now. I think I think for right now, let's let the kids be kids. Uh, Henry, I'm sorry with what's going on with Lark. I think we know the situation. It looks like Walter can't move right now. I think just us as dads need to come up with what the game plan is, and then we will tell the kids That's what's going on. That's a good idea. Yeah. Gosh, okay. I should have thought of that. Okay. Okay. What's the game plan? Do you guys want to go to the mall? If we want to go to the mall or Miss Mall. I don't know if we should bring the kids along. We could also stay behind. We're, we're good and hidden behind this hey, waterfall. Is that pain? That would be Walter. <laughs> Oh, Walter, Walter, wait, no, man. Walter, you can't be here because, like, Lark's working on you. No, I, I, We're I, far away from you. You're talking very loud. Okay, sorry. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk quieter. Sorry. Sorry, kids. We'll talk quieter. We can move you, farther you away. You turn and all the kids are looking at you. <laughs> we move farther away and talk quieter. So I have two questions for the group. One, Ron, it's like, this is your show up next, man. We got to go get your anchor, you know, and that means we could be squaring off Willie. So, like, I just want to check in with you on that, you know, and how you're feeling. Um... I don't really want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Let's just All have right. a dad's day. Dad's day. Big day for everybody's feelings, huh? Woo. A mall sounds <laughs> like I, I've lost a lot of my weapons. I don't really have, I don't have pants on. Like a mall seems like we got to, gearing up for Willie seems like a good idea. So maybe we should go to the mall. Okay. I would really like to spend some time with my boys okay. right now. I got to work through whatever's going on with Lark. Yeah. I'm trying not to freak out right now, but I seem to remember one of those cards meant someone was going to hate me forever. And it sure seems like it might be my son. So I'm, I'm not feeling great about that. The mall's safe. We can take the kids to the mall. Yeah, let's so that's, yeah, you know, um, retail therapy, right? Like, uh, Yeah, I, I, Samantha said that there's there's nothing quite like retail therapy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but, um, well, if a therapist says it's okay, then it's okay with me. And let's let's go. Let's go. It feels like we're all in a let's not talk about our feelings right now. And let's just go. We'll, we'll figure it out over okay. there. And cool. in terms of, here, I got this. I walk over and I go, hey, luck buddy, let me see what's going on with that wheelchair. And I, without even waiting for him to answer, I just look at what's going on with the wheelchair. Like, how broken is it? It's fine. It has been fine the entire time. <laughs> oh, wow. Lark, man. Wow. Yeah, just, say, wow, it's already done. Good job. Yep. Just fixed it. Just right. now fixed it. All right, kiddos. Um, gather around all of us. Dads, we're all your coaches. We're all a team. We're all coaches. I mean, we're the coaches. We are all going to the mall. Sound fun? Oh, my fun? God, we're going to the mall? Run. Yeah, we're going to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of a bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap. If you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com daddies. That's rocketmoney.com daddies, rocketmoney.com daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never what, gone. What, well, uh, what not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up. That is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh, my God. Really screens make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do, activities. Whoa. And like, look, you got a whole range. But you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kid's in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, already like, done all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized, you'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. That's really good. 20% off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash summer daddies one word summer daddies
I think what follows from this point is like a like a fun like girls in the car headed to the mall montage. <laughs> yes. Except everybody's every, miserable. Everyone's miserable. Very unhappy. <laughs> like the music's really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a bunch of fucking sad people. And uh, I so wish we had the minivan right now. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Fuck it. Daryl's the only one dealing with anything healthily. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm just concerned about everybody else now. I'm having a good time. Oh, thanks, Ron. I mean, I don't know why I say thanks is not my idea. We all did this together. We're all a team. Good job, team. So you come across a uh, clearing where there is a very large, very beautiful orc next to a sign that says Malls Mall, many things for many golds. And you can see a whole assortment of things. You see basically a bunch of stands set up that are all under the same tent. Uh, you see a stand full of clothes. You see a stand full of unusual magical items. Everybody give me a perception roll. That makes sense because honestly, shopping's a skill. You don't always catch a good deal. That's true. It's true. Damn. Oh my God. Like, listen, she's back in style <laughs> now that she's actually holding the dice in her hands. Back. Yes, daddy. Got, okay, I got an 18. 16. 20 plus 4, 24. <laughs> 22. So everybody except for Daryl oh. notices that one of the stands seems to have a couple of items that look overly familiar to you. They look like they might not have originated in these realms. They might come from Earth. In addition to that, there's also some other fun, magical, fancy-ass things. And uh, the orc opens her arms and she goes, Welcome, welcome to Mars Mall of Things. How, how can I assist you? Would you like to try on some pretty things? Would you like to try out some pretty weapons? Would you like to punch me in the face directly and pay me 20 gold for the privilege? What would you like to do? I'm hey, your- Payne, that seems like something you'd want to do. Oh, yeah, baby, here we go. <laughs> Uh, Wait, 20 gold? Give me some gold. Give me some gold. Don't take that in front of my face and then take it away. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to give me the 20 You're gold? You're right. That's unfair. I should have thought about the price before I'd give her 20 gold. 20 gold. <laughs> so uh, he goes, Inflation here we go. is rampant <laughs> in the Forgotten Realms right now. The Fed is not stepping in. <laughs> the consumer price index is out of control. Uh, so Payton cocks back his arm and he goes, all right. When you get to hell, tell a Peyton set you. And he rolls a 12, which is not enough. <laughs> and he completely just whiffs this enormous orc person. And he whiffs completely and hits the ground. And then uh, Glenn goes, like, can we get a refund on that? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, re- I'll sell some final. I'm so, I'm so terribly sorry. Wait, technically it's to hit your, I mean, he didn't hit. Oh, nope. You know what? <laughs> this is a haggler. We got a haggler on our hands. <laughs> like a Go light goes off. <laughs> <laughs> <Haggler> <laughs> alert. A bunch of auto ballista come out from the, uh, the stands and they point at you. Uh, so give me a persuasion roll. That's a two. <laughs> <laughs> because I said he could punch me. It's not my fault if he can't. That's Walter. Uh, Ooh, this is your uh, You're in a yeah. tough spot here. I said he could punch me. I didn't say that uh, uh, he had to hit me. So that's that's on you. I, I can see you've got quite a amount of gold uh, weighing you down. So if you want to just keep giving him until he can get it going. Nah, uh, so, sorry, Payne, buddy. That's <laughs> on you. Oh, no, I was so close. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> hey, Payne, you know what? Tell you what. No, I'll give you an allowance. How about that? Here's I give that to Ooh, Betsy, that's a good idea. Up? Yeah, would you save it? No, all the kids get it. That would be yeah. weird for just Payton. Hey, yeah. Do we want to talk about giving the kids hey, a little yeah. allowance? Yeah. Something <laughs> called rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> all right, boys. I'm going to give you each 700 gold. Wait, what? And well, how much gold do we have? No, how much? Wait, you already said no, 700, no, no, baby. No. That's good. All I like the, that. A copper each. A copper, a copper each. Copper. Yeah, I, every week. Daryl. How much? Daryl, my son, my dad, if you try to hand me a copper, I will spit in that and then throw it right how back at you. I, I, I look at Peyton and I go, I would never hand you a copper and I flick it to him. And he dodges it and he goes, you're going to have to do, <laughs> How's your last, buddy? do better than that, Tell baby. You what, tell you what, so you're insane. one less copper from punching her again. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. And, he, and he's looking at you all angrily and he maintains angry eye contact as he backs up and then, and then crouches and feels around on the ground for the copper and picks it up and puts it in his pocket, still looking at you all pissy. I asked the orc, I'm like, hey, what's like a good allowance for a kid around here? This what, Henry, this is someone oh. who charges 20 <laughs> gold to punch him. A good allowance? Oh, I would say, I don't know, 300 gold per kid probably. You said 700. Let's 
let's round it up to an even 700 gold per kid. Most of the kids are getting slavery in this world. Yeah, how much gold do we have now? We have 1,003.75 gold after Liz Warden taxed oh, wow. 75% of it. Um, I feel like Liz Warden probably talked a big game about how she was going to tax yeah. the budget, but at the end of the day, no, we she took taxes. It. No, <laughs> she took it. If she was in charge, she taxed it. If she had a guy above her who prevented her from doing that, that'd be something else. How about a gold a kid? A gold a kid. You yeah. know, all right. Here you go, boys. And I give each of them a gold. And I say, you buy mm, you buy whatever you want, as long as it's one gold. And, you know, then we'll all go and then we'll all show each other what we got. How about that? So Sparrow goes, ah, oh, that's an excellent idea. One gold, one gold. Let's see. Let's see if we can find some candy, some sweet treats. I go, Come with me, brother. I go to the kids and I go, oh. if you guys all give me one gold, I'll give you two gold later. <laughs> I, I lean over to Grant. I lean over to Grant. I give him a dollar. I go, do not give, <laughs> do not give Glenn your gold. And Grant. I go, see, this is a investment opportunity, <laughs> and if you act me. now, you'll be able to double your gold. Sparrow's like, ooh, that sounds like a good, and then begins to give you the one gold, and then Lark just grabs his hand and looks at him and solemnly just shakes his head. No, no takers. Oh, all right, no, no takers. Hey, hey, what about Nick Jr.? Nick Jr. gonna get gold too, right? I give a gold to Nick Jr. Okay, yeah, that's fair. He starts nibbling on I it. I shoot a look to Daryl like, what's going on with hey, the mount? Do you want to deal with it right now? <laughs> I know. Right now? <laughs> oh, look at these nibbling on it, little guy, huh? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh. He's chewing on it. Oh, it's so cute. And he Little doesn't nibbles. get a debt. And I'm like, wait a minute. This gold is not real. <laughs> no, no, no. It's real gold. Don't worry, listeners. It's real fake gold. <laughs> nice. So, yes, the kids group up and they sort of go off and start looking at the different booths. Uh, what would you like to do? You want to go they for come back with like a thousand airheads like you guys remember airheads I aka the cheapest candy airheads. ever yes. i remember the drugstore like by my house it was just like 10 for a dollar just did not care airheads was definitely designed like they had like a don draper moment where they're like gentlemen kids have to get one dollar and go to the snack bar we shall make a candy where they get 10 of ours and we will always win they don't have to taste good they don't have to be particularly good but that's they'll get really 10 funny. of them <laughs> That's totally, that's gotta be true. <laughs> like big Jolly Rancher saying, they'd be like, damn it, Airheads is fucking eating our lunch. I like that they're called White Mystery, and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the clothing area, there's a whole bunch of cool, like, there's some armor pieces, but mostly it's just really nice, really decorative clothing that you can grab. So here's the thing you may have noticed me wearing these boxers that. I did notice that, yeah. I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to be rude, but yeah. Not a lot of pants on you fellas. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, I'm kind of uh, cursed in a cool way. That's why my boxers say cool guy. So is there a pair of pants or anything, a kilt or a, a jumpsuit or anything like that that I could cover up my legs with so they don't get so chilly? Uh, well, let's see. We got thigh-high socks. We got thigh-high boots. <laughs> I think we found our answer. <laughs> hey, holy shit, we found the answer. Because oh, if you can't do pants from the belt down, oh, you can still oh pants God. from the ankle <laughs> up. Up. up to the crotch. <laughs> Glow up. Yes, I would like. I mean. <laughs> you want to try them on first? Sure. Wait, Ron, do you want to try on a bunch of them and we can tell you how they look? Like, you know? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So she takes you over to a, a little, it sort of looks like a porta potty, but it's big enough to get dressed in. It's just a dressing room, essentially, and closes the curtain. <laughs> 
You just say it's a dressing room, Anthony. <laughs> I mean, it no, because like, it's fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see if I can buy a surprise for everybody. How can I do that? Um, <laughs> I want I want to ask you without them all knowing. I think you get to make up what you're buying them. And if I decide that it's too overpowered, I will say, no, you didn't buy that. You bought something else. I just think while they're all trying on Ron's, I'm looking for a custom. <laughs> Is that what we're calling thigh highs now is Ron's? <laughs> we need to start selling Ron's. <laughs> <laughs> is there like somebody that like can like sew stuff? Maybe you can beckon Maul over because everybody's distracted by the great sh fashion show that's about to happen where they're going to alternately nod their heads and shake their heads really irritatedly if it comes out in something bad like in a rom-com. So Maul goes, yeah, what do you need? I can definitely sew something for you. Let's go over here and you want to get some secret gifts to your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's chit-chat. And uh, the audio fades out on that as you do whatever you're about to do. One montage of Ron trying on different Rons later. Let's Actually, no, let's let's town Ron. <laughs> you know what happens? Maul comes to you with a big box that's got some Rons inside them, and you reach toward it, and he snaps it on your hands, and you go, ah! <laughs> like in Pretty Woman. Okay, yeah. And then you take those. Sorry, I'm deep into Google image search for thigh high tube socks. <laughs> you realize what we've done? We have made it so that. If we are ever at a convention, we will know if somebody is listening to our show from a mile away because they'll be the person walking on the convention floor wearing the cool guy boxers. boxers. They will be the person who is arguing with the security guard demanding to be let <laughs> yeah. in to the convention. Yes. What's it look like, Ron? They look really great. Standard sort of um, American tube socks where there's the stripes at the top. But the only difference is they go up to my thighs. Do they have the gold toe at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. They have a little patch on the toe and a little patch on the heel. And they're even kind of off color like a lot of tube socks are. They kind of look like they've been around for a while. And maybe, <laughs> maybe like they're not new. Maybe they were in a drawer somewhere or whatever. But you know what? They look great. They look great, Ron. You look fantastic in those. Hey, I was wondering, what do you have with like a lot of pockets? We have these things called cargo shorts in our world. And I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm losing touch with a lot of stuff lately. So psychologically, I feel like I want a lot of pockets on my pants. Henry, you got, I was thinking jeans. Now you're right. That's cargo. We got cargo it up. Do you do cargo stuff? Also about my tube socks is that they have the little grip on the bottom. Yes. <laughs> like baby socks. Yes. Baby, I love baby, baby socks. Yes. Socks with grip, little <laughs> studded grips so that you can't slide around. I'm like, not going to be sliding anywhere. Nice. <laughs> Certainly not in anybody's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> As you request cargo shorts, Maul the Orc shows you a bunch of skins from different fantasy creatures that have been murdered in, well, not murdered, not murdered, 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 murdered in skin Meat that had natural murder. like pouches, like kangaroo type things, but they had like multiple pouches. Did not have pockets in this world? I don't understand no, it. no, absolutely not. You can tell that these things used to be very cute. Okay, I'm wondering if you could do like a custom job for me. Do you see like this bag I'm holding and I, I show like my backpack? Like, and I show it to the yes. clothier. So could you make, like, a pair of pants that have, like, smaller versions of this bag sewn onto the pants? That's kind of what I'm asking As you're for. saying that, you can see the orc's jaw just drop <laughs> lower and lower. And she she grabs you by the lapels, and she says, you said that in my store, that means it's my intellectual property. <laughs> That's okay, if you, as long as all I want in return is maybe a free pair of shorts in my size and then two smaller shorts for my son. Yes, yeah, sh shut up, shut up. Yes, 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 absolutely, yes. She grabs your Ron socks and then slowly rolls them off of you very carefully and goes, yes, pockets for everybody. Okay, give me one second. 
She goes into a little workshop that's behind the mall, and you hear like cartoon like hammering and nailing him. <laughs> And like, like close. yeah, smoke's coming off from in the background. Yeah, yeah. You hear, you hear like train whistle and stuff. And she comes out and sweat dripping off her brow. <laughs> and she goes, "This is my finest work." And Ron, she hands you the exact same socks that you were wearing, but now there are two little pockets in the back that would rest right behind your knees. Yeah, so making it impossible oh, to yes. sit. So it's very difficult to sit if there's anything in them. Henry, she makes you some uh, really nice knitted together leather pants. There is more pocket than not pocket on wow. these things. Damn. Pockets as far as the eye can see. It's like a Rob Liefeld drawing. Nice. I get the kangaroo <laughs> pants, by the way. Yeah, you get the, you get the dead kangaroo. <laughs> and then she also says, and uh, as Daryl requested, yeah. And uh, Daryl, why don't you go ahead and tell them what they see? Hey guys, I got us all uniforms. So there's, I got polo shirts for everybody. They say doodlers and your last names. And um, uh, how does the sketch look? I asked them to do a sketch of like the four dads, kind of like the Pep Boys logo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like big heads, those guys are goofs. So I just thought, like, it would look great. Can so, you like, imagine? Can holy you fucking shit. wrap your mind around, like, Hold on. I'm just, oh. I just rolled with advantage to see how good the Pet Boys logos turned out. She got a natural 20. Oh. <laughs> it's like, no, Mom, I don't want to look like the Backstreet Boys. I want to look like the Pet Boys. It says Dad Boys, and there's like an ampersand hit in there, but it just looks like Dad Boys. I'm looking for something that says, cars like me, people love me. <laughs> and there's even one. There's even one for Nick Jr. He made a little tiny one for the ride. Oh, that is very cute. Hey, hey, thanks. Wow, hey. this is really swell, Daryl. Golly gee whiz. Well, you know, we're look. a team. I just think, you know, we, we've done good. It's is been my tough. head this big? Uh, no, that's what makes it funny. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you, you can see Grant and Terry are like, Ooh. Here you go, Grant. Here you go, Pan. Put this bad boys on. We're, we're a team, everybody. It's like, hell yeah. Everybody puts them on. They're super psyched, except for Lark. Who, uh, well, they, they, I mean, they have to choose if they put them on or not. Oh, I put mine on. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh I put mine on, yeah. I helped little Nick Jr. with his on as well. Yeah, Nick puts hey, his Ron, on. Hey, Ron, you putting yours on? Yeah, what does it look like again? <laughs> it's vomit green. It's a really ugly green. It's a green polo shirt. Um, you know, polo shirts are those things that hold a really good graphic design. It's got a, <laughs> hey, Ron, everybody, it's got a pocket. <laughs> Fucking Anthony with yeah. this kill shot merch burn out of nowhere. Okay, yeah, I put it on. All right. All right. So, that, yeah. That's the least happy I've heard you ever sound on this podcast. I'm sorry. Sorry, like, Panard. We all look the same now. <laughs> I really liked Ron's, like, rumpled business. You thing. can find an excuse to get. It ripped or get or take it off later. Yeah, take it off like two seconds later. Yeah, um, but yeah, Lark just uses it to uh, clean off some grease from uh, Walter's wheelchair. Uh, he does not put it on. Was Walter wearing? Well, Walter's like, oh hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh you didn't. I'm, I'm not on here. <gasps> I uh, kind of been defending your kids. Kind of, kind of. Walter lost my legs defending your kids. And you didn't. Uh, Wait, Walter, you right I take there. off my shirt and I rip it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, forgive me. I bend down and go, however much it'll cost, I would like the same set of shirts with his face on it now. And I put down another like 20 gold. And I say, just okay. do it for me. <laughs> so again, hammer, 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 saw noise, <laughs> drill noise, a gunshot noise for some reason. She comes out and it's same thing, but now Walter's there as well. And it looks great. How good does Walter look though? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep rolling with the 20 and say that, that Walter looks fantastic. Well, now I have two of these shirts that I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. It's okay, Ron. I know it's not everybody's style. I get it. All right. Put on the new shirt over the old shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Layered polos pants on pants, from Aero Pastel. <laughs> so we all got clothes. Yes, you all got clothes. There's also that oh, yeah. booth that had things from Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Earth booth. Earth thing. <laughs> Well, Daryl didn't notice, so I have an excuse. <laughs> Ten pristine pairs of cargo shorts. <laughs> the sharper image. Oh, they made those massage chairs here. Yeah, but the sharper image is where she keeps all of her knives. Ah, uh, makes sense. The high, uh, as you come to this particular booth that has a bunch of items, you can see... Good for us. Bizarrely, good for us. You can see what seems to be a television remote control. What? What seems to be a beer koozie. Daryl's eyes are so wide right now. <laughs> <laughs> a half dollar, or sorry, a dollar, silver dollar coin. And then you see a boot with what looks to be like some sort of uh, machinery attached to the heel of the boot. Like Heelys? Are they Heelys? Oh, man. You could investigate them and I find out I would like to investigate like. all of them. Okay, so if you pick up one of them and give me an Arcana roll to see if you can figure out what they do. I'm going to stare hard. Oh, tw- natural 20 plus 3. Okay, well, with that, you, let's just say you know what they all do. Then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Glenn is a master of mall shit. Remember? Glenn yeah, you are. did a bunch of mall gigs. He's like, I know everything that gets sold in the mall. Okay, How so do we these know are... anymore? Yeah. <laughs> when did the lies end, Glenn? <laughs> these are four items that were submitted by our patrons. Yay! Um, so the first one, the remote control is called the Stick of Functions. I'll show you a stick of... Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you a stick that functions. Nice. So this item was created by somebody who credits themselves as Camerama Ding Dong the Third. Thanks. Must be nice. It's a magical television remote that allows the user to utilize any remote functions you might see on a traditional television remote and apply them to a target. Whether Holy that be turning shit. up the volume, using a party Holy member, or... Shit. And it says here in pausing time, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this is not a VHS remote as well. It is a TV remote. I mean, TV's paused now. Yeah. Oh, they do. You're Welcome right. Welcome to the I'm 20th century. The, <laughs> the enemy has to make a constitution saving roll higher than 13. Pretty low. Which is pretty low. Or they fall victim to the command for one minute. In order to use the remote, another party member must have it, and you must, in traditional dad fashion, ask, hey, can you pass me the remote, even Ah. if it's directly in front of you. Can I check if there's batteries in it? Yeah. Go ahead and roll. A three. No batteries. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Too powerful. You can probably find some ways to magically get some batteries together, but right now, it's not useful. Batteries sold separately. Batteries sold separately. Never the batteries in the remote. Fucking Grant, was that? I'm sorry. Why is it fucking? Grant? Grant? Grant's over there looking at Cam. He's like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) Grant, where are the batteries for the? I'm sorry. sorry. You put them in your controller? In a Fortnite machine? It's my Xbox. It's got an Xbox controller. <laughs> what the frick? What the frick? <laughs> okay, so you've got, uh, and then the second item. <laughs> second item is from uh, Mike Hicks. Thank you, Mike. It is the beer koozie of truth. You can add this koozie to any can, mug, stein, cup, whatever, and anyone who drinks from that vessel loses the ability to lie for three Ooh, questions. that's so good. That's Ooh, me after that's three good. or four nice, Michelob nice. lights, am I right? Yeah. And you're still going to have to convince somebody to drink from it. The coin, this was just given to us by someone named Michael. Thank you, Michael. It's the all or nothing coin. It's a coin that can be flipped in place of a D20 roll. Heads is a natural Ooh. 20, tails is a natural Ooh, one. That's, that's good. That's very cool. You can only use it once per long rest. That's a cool that's item a cool idea. Wow. And the last one is... Can I use it to check if there's batteries somewhere in the, <laughs> in the store? You'd have to buy it. Can I use it to fix my relationship with my son? <laughs> You'd have to buy it. And a, and a one that your son's going to murder you. <laughs> And the final one, the boots with the machinery attached to it, it was uh, sent to us by Ryan Peterson. Thank you, Ryan. It is a single jet boot. (laughs) (laughs) A single jet boot. End of description. He described it more, but I think you pretty much know what a single jet boot would do. 
Okay, so Why yeah. Why is it single? Because its intelligence is intimidating to men. It's an incel, Beth. It's an insole, Will. An insole. God damn Shit. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. It's the insole. Insole. Oh, no. Okay, so yeah. Uh, How much do they all cost? The mall looks at you and mall says, ah, these are magical. These are very useful. Clearly, each of them is going to be 300 gold. Dang. You'll notice there are four. Is that really the price or is it because you know we have 1,000 gold? Ah, this little of that, little of this, little of that. Tell you what, all four, 300. You may be the worst negotiator. Go ahead and roll persuasion with disadvantage. That, <laughs> Which, is, that is a horrible buy, haggle. Buy the coin and then go all or nothing on a persuasion for the rest of them. Tell you, the coin Ooh. for 200. Make a persuasion roll. Is that one disadvantage? That's just one. No, that's, no yeah, it's a norm, normal persuasion. Yes, Glenn, you want to pitch in here, Mr. Persuasion Rolls? <laughs> no, I want to see if Daryl do it. You know it's bad if I'm checking which one it is. So it's a six or a nine? <laughs> <laughs> it's a six. Okay, so she goes, 300. I like you guys. You probably just started an entirely new business, an entirely new style club. After we gave you cargo shorts. Did somebody shorts. say business? All right, 300. <gasps> oh, go We go should on. let the businessman negotiate. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, we'll take it for 300. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. She shakes your hand. She takes the 300 gold and hands you the silver dollar. The we would like nothing. to get all the rest of the items for you paying us 1,000. What? <laughs> <laughs> Right, Anthony, that's a disadvantage. <laughs> Anthony choked no, no, I on, use the coin on yeah, You can use the coin at disadvantage. You're gonna Wait. you're gonna flip the coin twice, and you're gonna take the worst of the two because <laughs> that's still insane. Do it. Roll the boat. Right, we do Live it. Large, I want to flip a real coin. Right, hold on, hold on. Does somebody have a coin? Not only do I have a real coin, I have, as a result of doing fucking magic tricks, a real silver dollar. Oh wow! Ooh. That is heads on. Is it because I asked? trick? Is it because I asked for money? That's a disadvantage. Yeah, it's one thing to haggle to another person to say, "Give me a thousand dollars." And also, that's robbery. What you were des- describing is robbery. Oh, God, hell, greedy. I got too greedy. Henry said he was oh, so God. good. The power went immediately to Daryl's head. So heads is a 20, tails is a natural one. You got to flip it twice, and if either of them are a tails, it's a tails. I have for my personal collection a 1885 hell silver yeah. dollar. Do me a favor, don't like flip it onto the floor. Like flip, flip it onto the carpet, would you? I'll flip it on and do the turn. You want to check it? Yeah, check it. You can check it. You can check it. You can check it. Okay, here I go. Nothing so up heads my is good. Heads is good. If you get either of these or tails, it is I going to be tails. I would argue that tails is good, my man. Man, nice. <laughs> heads. 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 We've got yeah. heads. We've got one more to go. I look at her. I'm like, I'm just saying, we're doing you a big favor taking <laughs> these off your taking these off your heads. These are a problem. All right. Heads. Oh, <laughs> heads! So what do you think? I did it my <laughs> way. <laughs> Mom goes, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> she goes, you know what? You know what? It's worth it for the patent on the, pa- on the pocket thing. Heck with it. Yeah. Take them and take a thousand gold. <laughs> that thing that you clearly had so much, uh, so little of it. You, you needed a thousand more. fucking idiot, Anthony. I get paid in 200 gold. I go, here you go, buddy. Payton buys a gun. Payton buys a gun. Oh, God. Paul's like, make sure they lose it in this mall. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you stupid idiot. You thought you could get us to lose money? Oh, Wrong. God. Dads always make money oh, all the time. God. Now, kids, when a windfall like this happens, we don't just, you're still keeping $1 a week for allowance. You understand? Except for paying. Except for paying. Well, this is training. Look, if one of you come up with an extracurricular idea or something that you want to do, we'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. You could start your own business. Yeah. Fucking, we 
fucking crushed crush this, this shit, dude. We crushed this. He'd run to Anthony's mall dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you give Baden? No, I, I didn't give it to him. I gave it to her. I was like, hey, like you know, like let the kid get ten shots at your face. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> like, you're paying so Payton can. Oh, you're oh, like Payton to beat. So you robbed wait, this wait, person. Wait, so and you're paying so for a child to, to beat a woman. Yeah. Let's make it clear. It's not some weird thing that she has a sign that says twenty dollars to punch my face. I feel like it's pretty good. She's getting a lot of money for not doing much, clearly. So I'm giving this her back 200 gold. Late capitalism <laughs> in a nutshell is this guy just stealing money and then giving it to a kid to punch you in the face. And you can earn back a fraction of it. So this is, again, this is another item from our, our group. So he goes, well, the, the punching thing, the punching thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Are there any other items, like something, something a little more top shelf? Hey, something it's like a something charity. I can't give you money. You just choose I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Ball. Is there anything that you've got that's maybe for the more discerning consumer? And Maul goes, I mean, there's the, 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 big, the big angry metal thing that's not really useful. That's like basically, it's not good for anything. It's just a big metal, the JD. And the he JD. goes, oh, t- tell me more about the JD. And she goes, yeah, come follow me. And he we leads. We all follow. <laughs> no, she goes, you stay here. She, <laughs> she leads Payton into the back where her workshop is. And you hear Paid go, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you hear, (laughs) and then a John Deere 1 Series 1023 subcompact tractor mower with a 22.4 horsepower. Do you have another one? Nope, this one's mine. <laughs> I, I, do you have another one? Nope, this is the only one. Ben, Ben, how much? How much for it? Hey, it's priceless. Darryl, it belongs stop. to me. I take the money from Daryl. You've lost your money privileges, young man. You are out of control. Get it together. So this was sent to us by Johnny Stanton. According to, according to Johnny Stanton, the 102E uh, John Deere has a speed of 10 feet per round. Per, per round of husking. <laughs> it can be used by a creature with vehicle proficiency or a DC-18 intelligence check or someone who knows how to use it turning it on in the first place, which is what happened here. The vehicle is being used by a creature and enters the spec of another creature. That creature takes 5d10 slashing damage. Oh my god. It can also shorten a field of grass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's something that Payton has now. Hey, Payton... Peyton, don't you think maybe Walter would would like using that? Oh shit, that's actually a really good point. Walter, do you do you want do you want my cool tractor? And Walter goes, Well, I, I suppose I could combine it with my wheelchair design and make quite a behemoth if I could say so myself. And Peyton's like, you know what? This is my gift to you for having such a cool voice and Payton, for Payton, and for sounding so distinct to me. Hey, I'm really proud of you for that. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You, you deserve all I also, you took all I my also gold. bought this gun. <laughs> Absolutely not, Daryl. No, no. Under no circumstances. Look, until my dying breath, you will never step foot inside this John Deere tractor. I think it should be very clear at this point that inside. Grant is incredibly spoiled. Is <laughs> yeah, Grant's the best PC. <laughs> Daryl hired like 20 different people for bots to buy the new graphics Grant, card. Yeah, for Grant's true. <laughs> Daryl went onto like a website to get the 3090 and he paid way too much for it. Carol definitely comes back and like points at the credit card. Like, it's like, what have you been buying, Grant? Great. Congratulations. You came out 800 gold ahead. <laughs> You get you you walked away with four five items, one of which is a tractor and uh, eight hundred more gold than when you started. So congratulations on that. Can I get a pretzel? Uh, we don't we don't sorry, we don't wait, what's a pretzel? 
Um, she grabs you by the shoulder. She goes, what's a pretzel? <laughs> what secrets do you have? It's a food that wraps around you like a snake. <laughs> Everybody around you, I assume, who's I from like Earth Ron, is like, what's what a the pretzel? fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, that was beautiful, Ron. That's like, that's like the soul of a pretzel. It's like Emily Dickinson describing a hummingbird. It doesn't describe what it looks like, but you somehow described what it is. That's exactly yeah, what a pretzel is. Yeah, it's like is. the thing where the snake is eating itself, but it's dough. Uh, the orc kisses you on the forehead and goes, <laughs> right now we don't. One day we will. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it's still happening. the high tube socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how much is this, how much were the tube socks? Those are those are on the house. On the house. Those are presumably covered by the thousand dollars I just gave you. <laughs> Do you have like wooden slabs or like any? Um, yeah, just wood. Just what wooden, the just fuck? Wood, wood, wooden slabs. Wooden slabs. <laughs> <laughs> like just big pieces of wood, like planks. Yeah, like planks. Those. That's yeah. The I've word. got some planks. That's how I build my stuff. Yeah. Do you want some spare planks? Yeah. I have? Can we just like make like two big wings on the side of the John Deere so we can all just kind of sit on the John Deere and just like slowly cruise? <laughs> so, <laughs> so jump this fucking podcast <laughs> Walter's like, I, I could just build seats. And then and then uh, she cuts them off and goes, no, 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 I have, I have two planks of wood that I can nail to the side of the John Deere. So, and some chairs. Could yeah. I have a plane? Some wheels. <laughs> There's like a slow-moving ground plane with the seats, <laughs> with the seats on the wings. That's what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> that happens, but it also... It also lowers the speed by half. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> so we'll get to Swing Creek Hill in 20 episodes. Yeah. So this thing's going at five miles an hour. We're going to Swing Creek Hill. How do you think we should get out of this, listener? How do you think we should end this episode? Do you have any, like, fast motor things? <laughs> <laughs> Walter's up. like, again, we should swagger hills within walking distance. I can take the kids back to the waterfall area. No, you, no, Walter, you you're coming. No, 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 Walter, no, 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 Walter, you're coming with us. We're all going together. We all want to go to Swaggery Hill. You sure? We should I get closer. Wanna... No. Oh, what's up, Ron? I don't want to go. Okay. I, you know what? We don't have to go. Well, Daryl just starts walking away. Darryl, well, well, oh, wait. Well, hold on, Ron. What? So, what do you? What, I I know it's real scary, Ron. But you know, we gotta think about. You got to get home to Samantha, man. And we're all going to be there. We're going to be right here with you. But what if something worse happens and we don't get home to Samantha? Samantha, you know, in, in our in our universe, sure, dead anyway. And and, uh, and what if what if I can't save her or Terry? Well, Ron, let me tell you, you figure out a way through it. You really didn't. <laughs> Yeah, these records are better in person. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I guess, you know, I'll try to do better. I look so that Ron is here. Yeah, Ron, why don't you just think of it as like, look, if Glenn, you, you could do better than Glenn, right? Yeah. Heck okay. yeah. Heck yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Look, I don't know if that was a great thing to say to Glenn, but um, I don't think anything can be worse than, than losing our, our wives all, all, already. We got to try to get back to them. And it's I can be... think of a few things that are worse. Yeah. Well, sometimes it helps to say your fears out loud. Yeah. It makes them less scary. So what feels worse than losing Samantha and Terry? You know, let's work on that. Well, you know, Terry and I, and I look at Terry and I, I'm trying to like play it cool, but also say exactly what I mean, which is like, 
Jerry and I, we're on good terms now, and uh, or sort of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're 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 fine. We're good. Yeah. We're good. And um, well, I I love him. I love you, Terry. And so thanks. I if Samantha's gone, and what else would Terry have if not if not you know that can that can happen again. I lost my dad, but but Ron, like Terry loves you and Terry's proud of you because you're the sort of person that's going to go and try to save Samantha and get us all home. Like he's, he's I, proud I, of I you. I like you just, I mean, love we're uh, Terry, kind of, Terry, hey, hey, all right. buddy. All right. No, I just, no right. it's okay. Actually, you know, Terry, that makes it a lot better. Actually. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I'm glad. I'm glad you she's like, that. if he doesn't love me, love me, then he'll be okay. If you know, if things go oh, bad. Shit. Oh, oh my God. Ron. I, oh I, man. I, guys, we need Samantha. That's the only thing Daryl can, like, I think we need a therapist. So if we, Ron, I think more than anything, we got to go get, we got to save and get the Samantha. Cause I think we all got to talk to Samantha. Sometimes when I think about Willie, I get so angry and, um, I don't know. Now we have all these cool weapons and stuff like that. And I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of a few different things. These things that I won't even say out loud. They're pretty scary. Sometimes what scares me the most is how angry I am. Let's go to Swankery Hill. Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. Theme song is All Right by Maxton Waller. Courtney Theron is our content producer. Ashley Nicolette is our community manager. Chad Ellis provides additional editing. Robin Rapp is our transcriber. Additional sound mixing for the intro by Yee. Special thanks to Cameraman Ding Dong III, Mike Hicks, Michael, Ryan Peterson, and Johnny Stanton for items used in this campaign. Also special thanks to our patron Thumps for suggesting the palate cleanser of this episode those are just some of our patreon supporters and here's a few more people like ross pitt awesome mimosa allison davis alexander Sargent, keegan hebert jd rondeau eileen devon suits william vinther dissident love melissa miller jessica chandler don quixote dj jboy32 renee greenia alex Widdison, andrea custer cameron wetzel ben waters and justin pellerin hey do you have plans for father's day that's coming up you know why not spend the evening with us here at Dungeons and Dice because we are gearing up to do our first ever online live show this Father's Day, June 20th, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Two ways to be a part of this historic occasion. If you're a Patreon supporter at any level, you'll be able to watch this for free, so don't even worry about buying tickets. If you're not, well, you can either join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads, or you can throw five bucks at us for tickets to the virtual online event. You can find all the details on our website at dungeonsanddaddies.com. That's our website. Our Twitter is Dungeons and Dads. Our subreddit is Dungeons and Daddies. Our next episode is June 15th, so we will see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines, you know they never brought you down. Never brought you down. 
guys, really quick, I leveled up and I feel like I lost hit points. <laughs> Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal the singer on nice. there if you want. They allow you to share you can buy display. A bunch of these and put other like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload. Make <laughs> a goon room your mom's comfortable walking into <laughs> <laughs> via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give mom. I already did. I did it for last month. Yeah, I got one for my mom, too. You moms did. fucking love moms it. Love moms this love this shit. Moms love it. For Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura That's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just supposed to Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it Go in there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and select it as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a That would have been a smarter a move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, wow. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. High fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. That was freshly here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is Haya. Oh, we got our zinc. Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say imagine. that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, I'm too my old to take pills, them. <laughs> my gummies. 
They also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Deal website. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.